Shout out to Skip. <laughs> yeah. So I just lay back, post, drip a cup. When niggas come through, we roll the woods up. We laugh about the good times that we had. Fuck that. Don't talk about it. Shit, I said. Who niggas matching them? The game's over. I told my nigga, come what the game's over. All right, we back in here. We need answers. I keep saying, I'm going to stop saying we back, but <laughs> I, I, I slipped up. Today, we need answers podcast. Today, we got uh, crew, young males in, in all aspects of the world, things doing something positive. Young. <laughs> yeah, I mean, young. Okay. Yeah, we're going to roll with that. That's a good title for you, man. Right, yeah. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, we, got, we got Tony in here. We got... Uh, Donovan in here, we got Mr. Burden here, fresh out of Indianapolis, uh, Houston in here, and we got Cherry Hill via Lansing, Michigan, so we all over the map right <laughs> yeah, now, facts. we all over the map right now, um, quick story on how this came apart, um, uh, I was just telling uh, Tony about the um, how the world's so small, and it just gave me confirmation on what I'm doing, my god brother, Free Tay, is is Tony's uh, cousin, you know. We met years ago. We just couldn't remember. I, I couldn't remember. He met. He remembered, but I, I forgot. It was so long ago, and um, he had he got his his clothing line coming up, and he talked to Tay about the clothing line. Tay is locked up in Virginia right now, and um, Tay just told me like he don't know what he can do, but he can put he can line them up with me, and hopefully something could grow from it. Taught me about it. I'm all for it, and just like I always say on here, and I tell everybody like. I don't care. Like, this show ain't shit without my guests. So if you come in with something and I could do something to boost it, or you can help boost we're going to help each other. So if you bring something to the table, we're going to blow it up and do as much as we can. And um, once we talk, and I said it's a go. We locked this in like a month ago. Um, Tony gave me the whole story about how the, the, he, he, his, his, his transition into law. And one of my best close homeboys from Philly that I know from Eastern Shore, hey, everybody, all my friends from Baltimore know, hey, um, they share the same mentor, which is Mr. Burt right here. I met Burt years ago. I don't remember when, but I, I always heard a lot about him. And um, it came full circle. So it's just confirmation that, you know, this these two guys, three guys that I never even knew, knew each other, and it all connected in one circle somehow, some way, because this world's so small. And we here today. Appreciate so, the main reason we here is to talk about this clothing line you got. Right. Um, and the, the title of the clothing line is... Kill Karen. Kill Karen. And um, I'll let you explain it, but this whole process transitions into the law field. And um, you could break it down, just tell me how you came up with the okay. idea and what's it about. Got so, I'm, I'm in law school. Um, my third year of WMU, WMU Cooley Law School. Mm-hmm. And um, I was on break in June. Um, I, I was in Baltimore and I saw the situation with uh, the Central Park, Karen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, you know, how can we how can we do something to combat this? Because, you know, after a while, picketing and all that, it, I, I pay attention to history. I'm like, that stuff is not really doing anything. You, mm-hmm. got, you need ownership and you also need just other matters. Mm-hmm. So while I was driving, I just kept looking at the video like, God, like, man, hope, man, these Karens got to chill. Chill. I'm like, And chill. by Karens, you mean? Yeah, like, it's not, it's not all white women because, and that, that's, I, I, it's not a racist thing, but it's more so of like um, a moniker for, for certain white women who utilize um, a given power, uh-huh. you know, uh, to abuse it, to okay. abuse you know the situation on the matter was 
other people of color, sometimes even their own kind. Okay. So it's not it's not all white women, but that was the main reason. I'm like, okay, just how to to combat the situation and to kind of also poke fun at also poke fun at them mm-hmm. in, in that situation mm-hmm. so that they they learn from it. But that was the whole point. I'm like, I kept saying like, chill, Karen, and then a a light bulb went off in my head like, chill, Karen. Mm-hmm. So that was the reason I, I I went back to my hotel and just created the website. Okay. Okay, and the and the the basically the the design behind the shirts and the hoodies is what uh, the design. So I everything I did myself, <laughs> like the whole okay. design. Uh, I went on Canva. I did everything completely myself. I heat pressed it because okay. I've had have experience in graphic design from from my Carver days. Okay, but um, the whole design more so of just like okay, this is a way to frame. A person who's abusing a power. Okay. It's kind of like if if when people say Hitler, you know Hitler is attached to. Yeah. So you may not see, you may not know who this white woman is if you see her without these glasses. Mm-hmm. But if you say Karen, you know, you know what type of time exactly she exactly <laughs> what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what it is. Like, it, and it's that's the point of it. It's not to, um, it's not to put these women completely in like a complete negative zone uh-huh. but it's kind of like more of a reflection of your, their own actions okay like now you can learn from it yeah once you see it you see a million people walking around with your face on the shirt yeah and it's basically saying that you right. gotta chill basically and they not and the funny thing about it you wouldn't even you wouldn't know who this woman is without her glasses yeah you play, even if she had different shades on you would not know who she is right but she know yeah and it's for her to understand, okay, I, I was wrong in that situation. Okay. I'll, I'll fix my matter next time. Okay. And um, so I know we talked outside about using faces on the clothing lines. And you, um, so break down how is that? Because when you initially told me about it, like I said, I thought like, well, how is it legal or possible to put someone's face on a shirt and not be like right. taking a court Right, like defamation it. of character. Yeah. So that's about a tort, right? So that's a tort, and it's crazy. Well, it's law school. So, but um, I, I still have to do more research. You got federal laws and you got state laws, just being completely general. Mm-hmm. Um, but public public people versus private people completely different. Mm-hmm. So she would she would be considered a private people, and the folk, the, folk, the first thing is the intent. Mm-hmm. You know, am I am I intentionally doing something that is not of her character? Okay. You know, if I, that's like if I say. She can be a nice person, but mm-hmm. I have her on the shirt as like the evilest person, mm-hmm. and everyone is wearing the shirt. It's disparaging. It's the intent first. Okay. My intent is not to damage her character. My intent is to focus on that situation. Right. Um, and she's a private person. Um, I started to do more research on Maryland law mm-hmm. because it's been a while. I think it's been maybe a few weeks since I've done it, but I have it written up. But the fact is, my intent is not to damage her character right. in the sense of her individuality or what it stands for. My uh-huh. intent is to focus on the situation in which she she herself embarrassed herself for. And okay. This is already public. Okay. Um, that's why I want to say this is already public. This is not um, me. This is not a person who you don't know. Yeah. In the sense of if if uh, you've seen like a regular person off the street, yeah. you know her from this matter. Okay. So you can't just, a person walking down the street, you can't just take a picture of her and then put on a shirt and say, don't be caring. No, nah, you know, you, you it got to be a backstory kind of. It got to be, it has to be more to it. It's, it's like, it's elements you got to follow. Okay. So it's like with law, at least in certain laws, it's elements, especially in tort law, you got to follow certain elements. Right. So the first, the major element with defamation of character is intent. Okay. What is my intent? Okay. So my intent is not to harm her career. But the focus on a situation where she harmed herself. Okay. 
Okay. So where are you where are you selling the, the merchandise at right now? Uh, I'm selling it online. I'm also selling it. I'm selling it online at chillkaren.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys can follow me on um, Barking Thoughts at Instagram mm-hmm. and also Chill Karen um, at Chill Karen on Instagram. Okay. Uh, I also have uh, online, like I stated, and I also like do home deliveries. Okay. So cool. so um, talk about you was telling me also about interactions with. Uh, Caucasian women that come across the clothing. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's actually positive. You know, it's actually positive because um, I would talk, and that was that was the one thing I wanted because I'm I'm big on respect. Right. So the, my brand, if you look at it, uh, and I, I believe I have it on the website on the about section, um, it's respect. I believe it's respect, integrity, and um, respect, integrity, and I believe communication. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm big on respect completely across the boards. You know, so. Well, my, my, the one thing I wanted to do was go talk to some of my white homegirls just to mm-hmm. make sure that it wasn't it didn't come off completely racist. Mm-hmm. So when I talked to them, and I, I wanted to like really make sure that it wasn't completely racist in the sense that you know sometimes people say yeah it was okay but they mm-hmm. feel it some type of way. Right. No, so I wore the I wore the shirt, mm-hmm. and I'm like okay like what's up like let me know and they were talking like I like it so mm-hmm. they started to buy it. Okay. And then we started to talk about it. And some of them would say, look, we know the situation. So one of my friends, I'm not going to put a name out, uh, my banker, actually, two of my bankers, like close friends, they put me onto TikTok. Okay. And they said, check TikTok out. That's that's a, a chill, caring thing. So I started looking at TikTok, and there was other white women talking about caring. Okay. okay. So they like, yeah, we know. Like, we know it's not every white woman. It's just these are the ones who stand up for the bunch. So that yeah. kind of took a load off me because I, I didn't want to come off negative. Okay. okay. So I'm like, okay, boom. Now this is more um, this is more wind against my back to push me forward. Okay. So. Cool. Cool. So, what's the future for uh, for the Coleman line? Is it going to strictly stay about this, or no? It's going to expand it. So, right now, it's just strictly it's strictly focusing on the women of history who have done, mm-hmm. you know, and just the women who put themselves out there as a way to combat it. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, it goes global to the point because there aren't just it aren't just Karens in America. Right. There's Karens. I've seen images of black or brown people in South Africa. Some in. Um, some in uh, in Asian countries like uh, I want to say China or J- not China uh, Japan uh-huh. where like I, I think they were next to an embassy or something I had to check it out again and someone felt she felt more entitled to say hey this is me and the guy was like no you're actually in my country okay so it's I hope it go global to the where it's like okay it kind of checks the bigger issue which is like white supremacy okay true true uh, and because everyone every everyone. To a certain extent, they they gain certain um, privileges from just white supremacy. Okay. Not all white women have it, but just I don't even say that, but just typically some of them know their power. Right. Right. So. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So be on the lookout for that, and yeah, I'm gonna definitely I'm gonna tag the page and all that. So if y'all want interested in seeing the products, you could put it on the camera too if you want. But uh, y'all can check the page, all that. So, uh, as you just just talking about, you very well, you you into law right now, right? Yeah. So, talk about how you got into that. This man. Okay. I, if, if you can, this man. All right. So, Mr. Elmore, I give Mr. Elmore the greatest respect. He's he's still like my greatest mentor, even okay. though he come at my neck all the time. <laughs> I'm let him rock out. But no, nah, I was I was so like he told the story. I was debating whether or not. Uh, I was thinking about dropping out of college at the time. I'm like, I what school was you at? I was at Lincoln University. The okay, first okay. HBCU. We got, we got promoted. Yeah. So uh, I what was. What year was this? This is 2014. Okay. I was thinking about dropping out of college. I'm like, man, I, I don't need this. I can go. 
I've already traveled the world. I can go um, just start a business because I'm wasting my time here. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I kind of lost passion for what I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I ended up running to him via my, my line brother, Stacy. Okay. So me and him, it was funny because we coming from a party and he, he, he you can probably remember this. I read uh, H. Rat Brown's book, uh, Die, Nigga, Die. Mm -hmm. And I had like, my hat turned to the back, just like little fashion. And he was talking to me. He must have thought I was stupid at first. So it just like, yeah, I think I think he well he didn't think that he oh, was just okay. testing me. All right, okay, okay. But we was talking like we was just talking in his house. And he had a nice house. It was like the first I, I met around. You know, we come from the city, so yeah. I, I know a lot of real black men. But he like one of the most authentic real men, like yeah, a man's man. I talk about that a lot. Um, just it's it's very rare that you get. We come across men that's like not in the streets. Yeah, that like right. So I know what you're saying, but go ahead though. Right, right. so. He was, he was just teaching me and giving me game, and we were just talking. We kind of hit it off. So when I was at the crossroads of what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. Stacy was like, well, you can call my uncle. I'm like, bet. So I called him. He's like, man, you come up here. And I moved to your house June 11th. i never forget June 11th, 2014. Okay. And then it, it changed my life. So I'm just like, okay. And we, I ain't going to front. He, he'll tell you that. We were like, I thought I worked too hard, that everything uh -huh. paid off. So we were lazy when we uh -huh. got there. He was like, I stopped saying N-word, which is crazy. But I'm saying right now as a, a an effect. He was like, man, y'all niggas lazy. <laughs> he was like 60-something years old. The trash do on Tuesday, right? He's uh -huh. running down the steps. I'm like, yo, how can an old, like, running, like, yeah. full speed, y'all lazy niggas uh -huh. grabbing the trash bags? And I'm like, damn, you know, this is making me look bad. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I got you. But he put me into that perspective. And, um, and just to this point, now I just end it. With me, because I was still debating whether or not to go go to law while mm -hmm. I was with him. Mm -hmm. But he had just something that just blew my mind. It was a young girl. I was telling the story of this young girl, um, like light skinned black girl. And I think she was going to West West. What is it, Wesley? Some what's that college in? Oh, I don't remember. But the college by Lincoln West West something That's, Wesley um, something like that. But <laughs> the, my mind goes. Yeah, but no, nah, it was so it was so funny because it's like five o'clock and the courtrooms uh -huh. closed at five o'clock. Uh -huh. And she was the last case, so it's me, him, there's another young attorney. Mm -hmm. So we leaving out, and they they're, they're trying to extend her probation. Okay. So we done for it. It was a long day, uh -huh. long day. And this she by herself. It's like two ADAs, two assistant district attorneys, and it's her, and then it's mm -hmm. the judge. Mm -hmm. So we leaving out, and he the last one out. He said, I'm not going to let them do this to this little girl. So mm -hmm. he turned back. So me and the other attorney, we stay in the, we stay mm -hmm. in, the, in the doorway looking. Mm -hmm. He said, Your Honor, I'm going to enter for this young girl. She said, Bert... You already gave me hell for the day. Get, get, he said, no, nah, no, nah, I can't let them do I'm going to stay here. So we watched. Uh -huh. So they were trying to extend her probation. And she like, I come from nothing. Like, I, I was homeless. I'm going to college now. This is my only way out. Okay. They like, no, you know, you got to go. You you got, you got need to extend your probation with us. She's like, I can't do it. Uh -huh. So Mr. Elmore, he took, he said, look, he said, uh, you, you talked about, like, he said, well, this is how long it takes for financial aid to hit or something like that. Mm -hmm. He said, I got a young boy right here who just graduated. He pointed at me. He said, Tone, how is it with financial aid? How is it? I said, and I told him. But, mm -hmm. So long story short, he ended up getting a young girl off. Like okay. the whole case was dropped. Okay. And she was like, thank you. And she was about to start crying. Like, thank you. Like, don't even worry about it. He walked off and it blew my mind. I'm like, yo, he didn't have to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't even care. Yeah. He didn't care for anything. He just walked out. I'm like, okay, that's what I need to do. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. That was a powerful moment. Yeah. It, it, Where you get that empathy from, Mr. Burt? Um, 
Well, first of all, I want to say thanks for allowing me an opportunity to come on your Thank you for coming. Broadcast. And traveling uh, down. I appreciate you. Oh, no. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Tom told me. You gonna, you know, I said, oh, well, I better get my old ass up. <laughs> uh, broadcast. What is it? Podcast? Podcast. P-O-D. I was telling people what I, and they said, you don't even know what it is. I said, well, I'm going, you know. So uh, I do appreciate now having a better understanding understanding what okay. people say a, a podcast okay. and what's going on. Okay. But uh, no, I've always had a commitment to the uh, African American community. Mm-hmm. And we have while we um while we don't a lot of times we don't see the change. You young people don't see the changes being mm-hmm. in the age that I am and having come up out of the sixties. Uh, I've seen a lot of changes mm-hmm. and uh it's just this is, doesn't have this is, I'm gonna have to Tell us, because I'll forget. <laughs> uh, I saw something that really uh, made me feel like things are really changing. Okay. Uh, last weekend, I was uh, coming out of the store and walking to my car, and there was a Target, and this white woman had this little white girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had, they had obviously been shopping, this little white girl, I guess she's about six, seven, eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, she's young. And she had her little... Um, her little gift, I mean, she had, she had just bought her little doll baby, a little a baby doll, whatever, a doll. <laughs> and uh, she's walking, and I look at her, I said, wait, what? That little girl had a, and she's holding it tight, had a black doll. Okay. Oh, okay. And I said myself, and I actually stopped and I said, I, 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 I never seen nothing like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I had to say something. Yeah, yeah. And I said, um... I appreciate you, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and see, when I was growing up in the 50s and 60s, they wouldn't let a white woman buy a black doll for a white child. Okay. Matter of fact, they whooped her ass and (laughs) (laughs) told her, what are you, a nigga lover? You know, we know that. And that's why, number one, they didn't have many black dolls to sell them. They didn't sell black dolls back then too much. Mm -hmm. But for a black, uh, uh, a white woman, and her wow. child to block the Bible, it just you just didn't do that. It's saying something, you know. So when I saw that, I said, uh, Trump and that that whole racist gathering that he has following him, yeah, they can forget it. This yeah. is their last hurrah, okay. You know, what I mean, okay. they're trying to hold on, but they're gonna lose this, okay, because that little girl apparently she does not see race, yeah. Yeah. Like it don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter, mm-hmm. you know. And at that age, mm-hmm. she's gonna become, and she's really gonna think. People, well, why would you dislike somebody because of race? You, you, yeah, out of yeah, your yeah, mind. Yeah, right. sense. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I have my dolls, you know. She yeah. might, have, you know, maybe the dolls like her playmate, you know. Right, right. But right. times have changed, yeah, and yeah. I, I really, um, I really appreciated that. I that 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 gave me a lot of hope. Yeah, I appreciate that, this, that story this, too. This uh, this country's gonna it's gonna survive. Okay, and it's gonna get better. Okay, but it's gonna be a rough one. Oh, man, we got <laughs> <We gotta> destroyed <laughs> and rebuild. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, going back to this young man, Tone. I uh, always well, I um, I'm a. When I went to college, and of course they hate for me to say this, my first three years of college I only got one B. Okay. All the rest was A's. <laughs> okay. You know he. Uh, what he about the fourth year? What about the fourth year? Well, the fourth year. Oh, you sharp. I like you. You know, the fourth year I was. I got put out. I went to Wilberforce. 
Okay. Uh, which is a black school in the central state, which is basically across the street, not right down the road. Uh-huh. Uh, I got put out of Wilberforce because I was student president mm-hmm. at Wilberforce. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they, I did some things. We sued the university. We did some protesting. Okay. So they put my black Oh, you was on your Samuel Jackson, the Morehouse. Yeah. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. 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 That's then, how he was getting down there. They tied up the teacher. Yeah. All that or something that, like that. Well, I wasn't that. You wasn't that. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no we, they put my black hands out. Okay. So I went over to Central State. Uh-huh. And there, um, I could have did a, I still did good grades, mm-hmm. but I took this one class, um, which was a five credit class. And um, I had a report. The teacher said, well, you're not going to get an A if you don't do this report. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, sir, as old as I am, because I went to school late. I said, I'm not doing that report. Just give me a B. <laughs> so that, that didn't help my grade <laughs> Plus, I took Spanish, uh-huh. and I still can't speak Spanish. Oh, man. So, uh, what you mean that class? Uh, you see, oh, man. see your way out. <laughs> that, was a, that was a blessing because okay. I wasn't supposed to get that. But at black schools, people talk up for you. Okay. And one of the. Um, one of the advisors went and told the Spanish teacher, said, this guy, because I had been an activist in Indianapolis, and everybody had knew that. They read my articles. and okay. uh, She went and told him, said, yo, we know he probably deserves an F. <laughs> <laughs> but he, and the teacher, the, the, the professor said, yeah, he tries hard. He has all, I had, I had all these stack of uh, these cars, uh, you know, help me with this thing. Yeah. And I, I really worked at it. Okay. But I've just had a barrier. Uh, you know, I yeah. don't know what it was, but. Okay. So she talked to him. I got C, see your way out. <laughs> and that other case. So I didn't end up with a, with the grades that I had at uh, Wilberforce. You know, okay. the one, one. Uh, that's why I didn't have it. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Plus, gotcha. I, you know, I, gotcha. I just decided. Well, when you get old, you know how you you went to school, right? Yeah. So you know how you get that senioritis thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, not right. over it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Done. it's over yeah, with. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, got you. Um, but so, no, I um I got met this kid here, and the the make a long story short, I think we all have the there's certain things that move us. Mm-hmm. You know, to do certain things in my my field. I wrote. I was protesting in Indianapolis and writing things for. And I wrote a, um, I wrote a complaint about workers there that the Department of Labor agreed with my position, mm-hmm. and I got all the workers that back time and got them a pay increase. Okay, and it was literally thousands of them oh, in Indianapolis. And one of my friends was an attorney. He, I was in his office. He said, you know, I read about you in the paper. I said, yeah, it was a good thing. He said, well, you know, you wanna, you like helping niggas. And he said, yeah. I said, yeah, I like helping niggas. He said, yeah, I don't mind. He said, you like helping all these black folk. He said, if you would have been, um, if you'd have been a lawyer, you would have gotten paid. You got a third of all that money. You got all the people. Back. I said, you're kidding me. He said, no. I said, well, I guess I'm going to go to, he said, you, you can make money and help people? He said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said, I guess I'm going to be a lawyer. Okay. So I walked out of his office. I said, how long, is that, how long does it take to be a lawyer? He said, seven years. And I said, seven? I said, all right, cool. I got it. Okay. So that's how I became a lawyer. How old and, were you at that time? Uh, I was like 29. Okay. So you started late. Yeah. 
So it's still you, you. Would you say it's possible for somebody to jump in at that age? This at this. Oh age? hell yeah! I, I always recommend you. It's not where you start; it's when you where you end up. Okay. And I recommend. I matter of fact, I'm trying to get some young people now. Well, they're not young. You know, they're yeah, not yeah, young. Yeah, they're in their thirties. Okay. All right, I'm trying to tell them now. It ain't too late. You can go that's school. Good idea. You might have sold I, That's why. <laughs> that's why this kid here, this young man, my cousin Donovan, okay. is. Um, he came up, okay. talked to me about what do I do, and uh, I, you know, I said you make money. Number one, <laughs> he, 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 uh, he, he, he likes money, right? So we all do. Uh, uh, yes, we do, yeah. and he, he makes good money for a young man. But he said, I don't want to work hard all my life True. like that. True. And I said, you see, do I work hard? Do I appear to work hard? Yes. No, he said no. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so now he's he, he's hooked on becoming a lawyer. Okay, you know. So and, how uh, how long does it take for one? Because I know if you convince somebody at this age, that process takes long. But how long does it take to start making money, though? Does it take? Well, seven it takes. Years? No, it, it depends. Okay. Now I'm. Uh, uh, Shaka, one of Shaka's mentors. Shaka Johnson is a big time lawyer now. Okay. In Philadelphia. Okay. And uh, I'm one of his mentors. And um, Shaka hasn't been practicing law enough in about 10 years. Okay. And he's been making money, I would say, probably the last five years. Okay. Real money. Okay. You know, I mean, real money. I ain't talking about, you know, okay. he was trying. <laughs> okay. I don't know about his business, but he's yeah, making yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's not making no, you know, like, he, he, he just bought a new Maybach type. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shout out to Shaka. Shout out to Shaka. And the thing about it, he's a good lawyer. Okay, cool. He's a real good lawyer. Cool. So, uh, it depends on the individual. Okay. Some people I know get out of school and they don't make any money because they don't know how to articulate the, the practice. Okay. You know, I articulate the practice okay. to help black people. Some people articulate like, cool. Shaka likes to help black people and make a lot of money. Okay. But I didn't come from that era. I came from the uh, the best thing we wanted to do when I was young was be a community leader. Okay. And it wasn't about making money. It was about yeah, helping, just helping. About helping okay. the black men. Being, and my our heroes was H. Rap Brown, Stokely Carl, Michael Everidge, Cleaver. Okay. You know, uh, okay. all those type people. Yeah. Where uh, then today you got a lot, of, a lot of young boys that have the boys that make the money in the hood. You know, boys in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's the big difference. Mm-hmm. So you, one, having having people make money, but see, uh, the thing about it is that it, it goes full circle. Mm-hmm. The guys that, that that hustle and make a lot of money in in the game, mm-hmm. a lot of them leave the game, and they uh, invest in the community. Right. But the more important thing, they make sure that their children. Taking care, of. T- uh, taking yeah. care of, yeah. and that they go to the best schools, right? And um, and it's more of them, right? So we have a lot more things going going on in our community than. Uh, so I always like to say, you can go to law school. Uh-huh. You know, you don't have to go. Uh, Tone's a good example. You know, he's not rich. He doesn't come from a rich hill. He yeah. comes from 
Yeah. She come from, you know, the poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to say that, Tom. You come out of one of the roughest parts in Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you come from Baltimore. And uh, Tom is going to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. You know, because he, um, he knows it. See, you make money by the number of people you know in your in your community. Okay. You know? Like, Shaka was a master. He's not even from Philly, but he was a master at PR. Okay. And... The, what really made him good is that not only was he good with PR, but he was good in the courtroom. Okay. That combination made him, you know, very okay. successful. Okay. See, some people, some people um, talk a good game. Yeah. But when you can talk a good game and be back a good up. game, back yeah. it up. See, yeah. that that's how you, that's how you make that money. Yeah. yeah. And I'm real proud of him. And then he has a young lady named Jessica. And then I got a black genius that's a law genius. Um... What was his name? Um, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Aaron Bell. Mm-hmm. Fantastic young person. I'm mentoring him right now as if he needs it. <laughs> but, um, have you talked to Aaron? I think, yeah, I talked to Aaron. Yeah, Aaron is unique. Okay. Uh, this one, the good memory? No, Aaron is, um, Aaron had it rough. Uh-huh. Both parents on crack. Okay. So, you know, both parents on crack, normally everybody goes to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like automatic. Uh, both his parents on crack, it's like, well, yeah, he's going to jail. Pass down. Yeah. Yeah. Pass down to the bus. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's supposed to say that. my right tone. I'm broke a I mean, I, no, my mom went on. No, you know, no. but most of the time, people that help parents on drugs, yeah. they go to jail. It usually be a bad story. Yeah, right? or they become a drug dealer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but with Aaron, Aaron ended up getting in some trouble. Does not have a, uh, I don't think Aaron got a, he got a GED. Okay. And uh, when he got it, went to jail, mm-hmm. did five to ten, mm-hmm. and uh, got out. I said, you didn't, you don't have it. Went to college. And uh, he got out, went to college, went to law school, and it went to take when he took his bar exam. Mm-hmm. He got one of the highest scores in the country. Oh shit! Uh, so it's not where we start; it's where we yeah, end, where we end up. And so it's, it's, it's always about, I guess, um, never giving up. Yeah. So even when the odds stacked against you, you still can. Make you can still do that. Yeah, so uh, with, I'm real, I always say, but he is a lead. He, see, he enjoys, most people, like, well, Tom would probably enjoy him because they could, he's still in law school. Mm-hmm. And Aaron is, just hasn't been out that long, but they would. No, oh, let me tell you about another thing Aaron did. <laughs> uh-huh. I forgot to mention. He sued the city and the police department in federal court before he became a lawyer while he was in jail. Oh, shit. And won. He had in federal court. Damn. He won $100,000 for himself. How is that possible? How can you do it without... You can represent yourself. Oh, okay. He represented himself, didn't have no... He He did his own... That's why I say he's a legal genius. Okay. And he lost one. Okay. How do you do that, Tom? You, can you imagine right now? You you know, yeah. to go out and try a federal case, yeah. a jury trial. That's like Black Panther. Type. <laughs> yeah. was, that, was that was that Angela Davis or was that um, um, um who which one? Was that Kathleen Cleaver? Who represented herself? But all of them represented themselves. Tupac mother represented herself. Well, a lot of them represented. But what happened with that? They all had. Well, they said they but they had backup lawyers. Yeah. You know. Now he uh, also, 
Oh, Aaron is just a good guy. He he's really okay. smart. Okay. Uh, really smart. So what we, you we, say, Tom? No, that, that uh, Fifty Cent just came out with a show. Coming out with a show about okay, that black about attorney. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did? I, I think he did like twenty years, but he had like a, he had seventy or hundred years. Gave uh-huh. back some of. He represented himself. Okay. End up get end up you know realizing what was going on because they mm. framed him or whatever. Got out. He was writing everybody else. He became a you know a jailhouse lawyer mm-hmm. in prison and ended up getting out and then becoming an attorney. Okay. That doesn't happen that much. Now, I think it, it normally happens maybe oh, about 10 times, you know what I mean, in, in, in 20 years. It doesn't happen. That's, oh, they just don't rare. Have that's really rare. We got I got an episode I'm going to send y'all about a, a guy that had a similar case in Baltimore. It's, it's, he goes into detail about that, too. He gave that time back because they... Wrongfully accused and stuff like that, but I'll share it with y'all. But um, you speak a lot about mentorship and how important it is to um, give back and teach. Because one of the, I say this in that damn near every episode, one of the common quotes that I got that I run with is, you must teach what is taught. You got to give that game back and pull your, pull your people up. Don't it, it, it serves us no purpose of holding on to knowledge unless you share it. Right. Because we can't help each other. But... Um, what I admire about everything that you're sharing and what, um, as you were sharing about your experiences with Mr. Burt is the mentorship. So how easy is it for someone to get mentorship from you or to just seek some knowledge? Just call me. Okay. That's all. I tried to have a website. Okay. But, you know, I'm an old man. You like I, it old school. I, just, and just, and I, just, I just don't know how to. Do all that, you okay. know, uh, but um, uh, I'm going to get there eventually. Okay. I'm getting better. Okay. I don't know how to take pictures, send them. <laughs> I scan some documents to Aaron and uh, email them to him. Okay. That's a major event for me. That was, that was, that was big. <laughs> no, that was big. Okay. Like, I scanned okay. them without, without, yeah. without yeah. nobody else, without no help. You and, probably uh, feel like you just set up a whole computer yeah, with you. Yeah, I just worked, <laughs> man, what, I might even have it on my phone with Aaron. <laughs> what Aaron said, uh, he's smart ass. He, he said, oh, uh, I know he didn't believe it. He said, I know. You said, I pulled out this phone. I know how to look at, look at yeah, things. You know, man. I, I, know how to, I know how to make it happen. Now, you know, but um, uh, I have to put, now nah, I don't know how to make it happen too well. But anyway, uh, no, I think that what, and I'm, I'm very proud of Tony. See, I think, see what you have is, and this is the new generation because black people, we we don't like, in particular black men, mm-hmm. they don't like working mm-hmm. for, as we used to say, the man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just don't. Right. Because they don't treat us with respect mm-hmm. and they don't pay us. Mm-hmm. I had a very rich white friend of mine. Well, he wasn't no friend. It was an acquaintance, I guess. I, we were cool. Mm-hmm. He was probably one of the most powerful people in Indianapolis. Okay. And uh, he said one day it was very profound. He said, uh, we know the, the young people, most of those people riding on big cars, they, um, they, they, had, they would have to be uh, selling drugs or doing something illegal. He said, because, uh, because he said, uh, he said, in your food, that's what they called me back there. He said, uh, we, don't, we don't pay black men that kind of money. We oh, simply okay. don't. We don't hire them to pay them that kind of money. And that was very profound. I said, "Damn, this white man is actually telling me yeah. that they white the white power structure, white business people simply do not pay black men 
any money. Right. He basically was saying they're not gonna ever. We we just that's not what we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So black men knowing that we always see the entrepreneur like yeah. most black lawyers, very few hanging there with law with law firms. Okay. They they leave the large white law firms and start their and own. start their own. Okay. Because they the the racism. And just being having somebody blocking you, yeah. coming up with an idea. No, your idea. No, no, okay. no, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so, uh, most of us, mm-hmm. a lot of lawyers, black lawyers, work for black law firms and create their own. Their own. That's what they do. Okay. Yes. Because we we just don't gotta get it ourselves. You gotta get it yeah. ourselves. And I like tone. See tone. What you what you doing? And I like it. Is that you are. Saying, I'm going to practice law, but I'm also going to do business. Yeah. See, and I'm hoping that once you get a a, a taste or you start making some money, mm-hmm. see, you have your law degree. You, did you know most major corporations are led by business? Most of the CEOs are, are, are uh, lawyers. Okay. Because they know the business. Uh, the, the, the laws are 500. Yeah. The I saw guys, I, I checked the few. The 500, all the, all the uh, a lot of the major, they all have law degrees. That's even though they don't practice law. Right. So what I'm hoping that you do is take with take the law and and, and your, with, mix it with your business savvy. And, and, uh, and then you can really make money and learn how to make money all the way around. Yeah. Business and law. Because Shaka, who's making a lot of money now, uh, doing a very, very successful young man. He, uh, he told me once he I'm a better bit I, I like business better than I do law. Same. Oh, you know, the same so okay. so but he making he 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 he's doing criminal law. Okay. And eventually he probably will move on to something else. Right. And create some businesses and things of that nature. So, so question question um I got a couple more questions but I, this just reminded me if you if you're not. A person that likes to take tests or study and stuff is law for you, uh, or is it? Is it any way you can master this without? Yeah, you? I mean, yeah, 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 you can do it. You know, you know, see, law you only take one test a year. Okay. I mean, one test a semester. It's a lot of research, though, uh, right? Well, it's hard. Now it's they hard. they yeah. it, they do stretch out, and that is okay. very difficult. Okay. But I don't. I think what we need to do. All you gotta do is just say you want to do it. Like and then don't lose confidence with, with, with that you can do it because sometimes that happens. Him and Stacy, uh, they lost a little bit of confidence because it's difficult. Yeah. It is really difficult, uh-huh. and that's why they make it so particular for us. Mm-hmm. So that's why they make it so difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, but you just have to be. You just have you can't give up, okay. and uh, I'm so glad they did not give up mm-hmm. because many times they both had um I yeah. I can't do this I okay. can't but they you know now they're doing it he right. that would be both lawyers in the next year that's for sure so, so that's that, that that's, that's crazy. what's important it is it's like wow you know, so I'm I I just think that um we can accomplish everything we want to accomplish and I mm-hmm. like what and I I I have to tell you this young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we, I, I wasn't raised poor, mm-hmm. as one would say. Mm-hmm. My family, both my parents worked, they were together and all that. Okay. Um, and I didn't have to worry about a lot of things. I, now I live in North Philadelphia, mm-hmm. living, been living there for 30 years. Mm-hmm. What amazes me is that people like Aaron, 
Tone, I don't know what your background is, but mm. you guys have a tendency, black people, young, y'all overcomes tremendous odds. Mm. And I would I wouldn't want if I was white, I wouldn't want to compete with you either. Okay. Uh because okay. you guys where y'all start at and where you end up, like Zillion. Yeah. Like, yo, Zillion. I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. start down way down yeah. and now zero. It's scary for them. That's and why they yeah. treat us the way they treat they, us. They, they I don't agree. want us to they don't want us to like, overpower. They know he's strong. That's like that Tate Grizzly verse. I can't think of it, but it made so much sense because he compared himself to uh, Kylie Jenner. Mm -hmm. And he said, I forget the whole verse, but he's like, basically, um, she made a bill and I made this. He said, but thinking about our circumstances, she yeah, come from money. Exactly, I come from the gutter. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, actually, I actually made more than her right. in a long term because I, I really come from the mud. I you come from it. money. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's easy for you to make a billion dollars for me to make a, a hundred mil or whatever. Right. Yeah, but, but 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 you but you guys y'all y'all it's difficult. Mm -hmm. But you guys do it anyway, and mm -hmm. I I think that's one of the main problems that the racism exists as it does is that they don't like anybody else can come in this country and compete. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they do not want to. They don't want. They don't want. They don't want. And then there's another thing. They don't like to compete, uh -huh. and they have the fear of uh, us coming at them. Yeah. yeah. Once if we become, but the, all that 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 that's that's their that's that's illogical thinking. Or, well, yeah. they don't think it's like they feel it's logical thinking in their way of, way of life. But right. people of color, majority, of, if anybody on this planet. Mm -hmm had any reason outside of us mm -hmm. to hate Americans as they do, as they should, mm -hmm. but they don't, mm -hmm. is the Vietnamese. They committed modern genocide. When I say that, I'm talking about this country government committed mm -hmm. modern-day genocide on those people. Okay. Killed millions. Mm -hmm. Millions of them. Mm -hmm. But right now, they, they said, yeah, they're not trying to blow up things in this country. They're not, you know, they're not, mm -hmm. they're not like, like talking about, yeah, we going to get the Americans. They don't. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, Vietnamese, yeah. you go there, they well, peace. Hey, yeah. yeah. Okay, we had a war, we're going to yeah. move on. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's something that, that he, I don't know what it is about particular well I guess they've done so much wrong I don't understand it. <laughs> but I they actually hear. believe that we're gonna be they 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 don't want us they they think we have a revenge heart we really don't okay all we want to do is get you get up off our neck yeah and I'll go live my life yeah if they fall back this world would be a lot more peaceful because yeah, exactly. like, we as as niggas and black people we not literally going out to say Fuck white people. Let's do this to do this. Do this. Y'all oh. come at us, and then yeah. we forced to That's do that. That's not our mindset. Yeah, yeah. we we no, try no to get But I think what it is, it's like a. I remember you said that because I was thinking about it. I think the last is a karma situation. Yeah, I was telling somebody about karma because, like, you know, I think some of the stuff that we think about when we think about karma, we like, man, karma don't work because all these evil people live until like, they like night. Yeah, yeah. But I think is when you understand, you accept. Your intent. Mm -hmm. It's like some guys in the street when they back in the day. I remember when guys do something like dirty. Mm -hmm. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. You set your mind up to do something, yeah. and then you like, I gotta accept that. Yeah, you put it in your mind doesn't come. But when it's a person, when it's war, at least from their mindset, at least cause I've been around a lot of them. Uh -huh. They don't accept. They they don't accept that they're doing something wrong. They okay. think it's a way of in in your mindset. 
they, yeah, like they, they program they like program themselves yeah, yeah, like oh yeah, it's yeah. not coming to me that's, you know, just, that's just, just like when they say you you can't be you you taught racism like yeah. you don't you don't you're not birthed to hate right you're taught that it's so, like you know what programmed. it is I, I, I caught it I think about it. it's like we come from the project so it's like you got mm. rats you got mice mm. so we kill a mouse you're like oh it's just a mouse yeah but now you start to think like that's a life yeah like yeah, even though yeah. I'm afraid because the mouse yeah I don't kill a mouse no more. I'll grab a bag. If yeah. Not a rat. I ain't gonna front rat. <laughs> 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 two different times. Two different times. They fight back. Yeah, yeah. You, you get yeah, it. Like, so that's yeah. so like. I know exactly what you mean. So even look at it from that mindset, yeah. it's like, I, I'm not gonna kill a nigga. He'll kill himself. Yeah. I'll kill a, I'll kill a black man. Cause yeah. he, he might fight oh, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Got you. Good so point. Good I look point. at it from that like it's a karma. It's, it's, it's not, it's not an intent to, not all of them. Uh -huh. I've not too many great ones, but for the ones who think negative, their intent is already built on this yeah, is that. Yeah, pretty mm -hmm. much. Well, they have a, you know, um, white society has to, to come to grips with their um, hatred and fear of us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Things will get a lot better. Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't be so, uh, they wouldn't be in a position where they don't want to help Mm -hmm. the situation that they created they brought us here they enslaved us mm -hmm. and then they don't want to even admit to that yeah yeah, well, yeah. We, don't, we didn't really do oh no you did it and yeah. the reason uh, uh, what, 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 what really is one of the biggest things that they're working on us now with is this criminal justice um, the guns okay you, you all in Baltimore, mm -hmm. as you know, they're always talking about the gunplay, mm -hmm. the kids getting shot, mm -hmm. the violence in the black community. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to ask you this. What would happen if everybody, if they gave everybody in jail a gun? It wouldn't be no jail. Yeah, it wouldn't be no jail. <laughs> it'd be, well, it'd everybody be, be dead. Everybody be, it'd be a lot of, this, there would be a lot of shootings yeah, to say. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. So, there was a, a, a brother named Malcolm X. Uh-huh. Said, if you're black, you was born in jail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, shit. so, now think about that. Mm -hmm. If you're black, you're born in jail. Mm -hmm. Our communities have everything that, this honesty, this trust, mm -hmm. uh, all the things that you find that jails without the boss right but 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 when they but so when you give a gun mm -hmm. like somebody's in jail right mm -hmm. and you give that per you like you just said so what they have done we got all this all these things in our community mm -hmm. all this divisiveness right. and all this anger and mm -hmm. all this uptightness yeah, yeah. and yet they flood our communities with guns yeah. they allow guns in our communities right and we know I, I would like for people to have, I, I'm not afraid of guns, but it's it's our attitudes. Mindset. Yeah. The mindset. Yeah. So it's just like, like like you said, you said it. Uh -huh. If you gave everybody in jail a gun, everybody be, it'd be yeah. a lot of shit yeah. going on yeah. in jail, right? A lot yeah. of shooting. Uh -huh. So we're born in jail somewhat, yeah. as Malcolm says. You're right. And yeah. so, yeah. so we are, and they allow guns and they say, well, give them guns yeah. and that's all they have. We don't have a a, 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 a a cultural base right? really strong enough to say what's right and what's wrong and to unify us. Yeah. That's the main issue. So what they, 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 it's so weird because I do criminal law. It's like they, they have a perpetual thing. They all right now. Here's a young kid get caught. Now you got, you know, you got, we got 400 million guns. Mm -hmm. 
in this country. More guns than you have people. Okay. All right. And they're selling them more and more every day. Mm -hmm. They ain't working overtime creating guns. Yeah. I don't know what they mean. They really are. They're manufacturing these guns. Because yeah, it's right? always selling. Uh, always selling guns. Mm -hmm. And the real reason why we have, they want guns, they allow the society to have guns like it was because of black people. Okay. You know that. Yeah, yeah, uh, There's yeah, a yeah. book called, the, you had, I don't know if y'all read, you ought to give you having The Hidden History of the Second Amendment. No. This white guy, all oh, he tears him up about, he lays it out about why we had guns and one of the main factors that we have the Second Amendment mm -hmm. with their great number two amendment, the right to bear arms. Or the right to bear arms. Uh -huh. We were the main one, of the main factors, not the main factor that we have to protect ourselves from slave rebellion. Okay, and okay. the slaves were blacks. Wow. So that's why people. It's part of American culture yeah. to have this gun uh -huh. to protect themselves. They say it's self-defense, but it's, uh, consciously and subconsciously, all this is about yeah. is protecting oneself yeah. from black people. Okay. And that's why people out in uh, Nebraska, where there are absolutely no blacks, mm -hmm. have 20 and 30 guns. Thinking that well, that black man might come out here and try to get me, yeah. but that because it's been woven in our history, yeah, that, that, we the, will that, that black people yeah, are going to come and get you, yeah. you know, and that okay. slave is That's... going to come and get you. Okay. So, but here's what they do, uh -huh. and they talk about the, the violence in our community. Mm -hmm. You arrest a young black boy who has a gun because he's scared, and I, I talk to him all the time. I mean, I represent these niggas. Mm -hmm. uh, I get him out of trouble. Yeah. I get one out, I got no one forget. I got this one boy out of a jam. No, no, it all not the one. I'm thinking about it. A lot of them, 18, 19, 20, 21, you get, I, I win their gun case because of the illegal search and seizure. That's yeah. basically where you win them. Yeah. And then a month or two, sometimes it only lasts a, uh, they a get month, right two back months, they get another lock gun, right lock back up on mm -hmm. another gun charge. Yeah. Because they feel they've been, they believe the perception that's been put out there that uh, is dangerous. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a gun, you you going to get killed. Yeah. Right? You have to have a protect gun. Protect yourself. You got to yeah. protect yourself. I live in North Philly. Mm -hmm. One allegedly one of the, well, not allegedly, is one of the poorest places in America. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I need a gun. It's not, they they blow, they 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 they, they create these perceptions of yeah. these young people. And yeah. of course they help too by promoting this, every TV, yeah. Uh, yeah. what do they, every rap video, video is what, gangster rap? And they, they, they pointing and yeah. shooting and a gun they, and all this. Can I touch on that? That's crazy because I remember when we used to come up, and I even I used to do research on like gangster rap, yeah. and the media named it gangster rap. Yeah, NWA yeah. never named it gangster right. rap. Have you right. ever watched that? Oh, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. they like no, this is reality mm -hmm. rap. Yeah, we yeah, only reporting yeah, yeah. on it. It's, they kept they saying it's reality rap, it. mm -hmm. but the media know it's gangster rap to the point where they accepted it. Yeah, but even coming from Cherry Hill, like all of us from you know from different hoods, mm -hmm. but I remember going to Carver and <laughs> wearing you know. Mm -hmm. I know we was joking one time. He like, yo, man, y'all kill each other. I'm like, yo, I yeah. said, it ain't, if you not in it, they not looking for yeah, you. I yeah, said, I can walk yeah. through every part of Cherry Hill and they know who I am. They know who to deal with. Exactly. It's the same as every hood. Every same hood. as every hood. I said, so they not, so if you come to, if you go to Cherry Hill now, you like, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah, this, it's yeah. this. You like, but yeah. how is this the worst right. hood in Baltimore? Yeah. It's it's an island. So yeah. that's no different than I like, go to Park High or something. I can walk. From up to from everywhere in Cherry yeah. Hill, even when it was even when it was in its worst, right? 
and nothing will happen to you, even if they didn't know my family, because you're not in it. Right, right. And, and that's, that's that's and that's like and that touch on what you what uh, uh, Mr. Burt was saying. It's all about if you carry a gun. It's like when you wear a vest without a gun, you a target. Yeah. Because all right, well, you, why you got this vest on? Something up. You carry a gun and you ain't in no beef or nothing, and you looking for something. That's why. As soon as somebody cross your path and say something wrong, you clutching. You, you gonna grab you that gun? Yeah, because you making you created that already. That's why I would tell people who had guns sometimes. Somebody, you know, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, you don't need a gun. Like, I've been yeah. around it most of my life yeah. more than you have. Yeah. I don't need a gun. Right. Because I'm not bringing the yeah. energy towards yeah. me. Yeah. Why do you need a gun? I've been shot at before. Not saying I've been gangster. I've been, mm -hmm. I've almost lost my life multiple times as a mm -hmm. kid. You've you been rough. Be what? Just, 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 <laughs> no, but just, just being, just like. Being I, black in the hood. Yeah, yeah. being black in the hood. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but just those certain situations, I'm like, so. You know, you've been raw before. I understand that. But to the point where once you get over your understanding, like you want, okay, you got a gun, cool. But you don't got to walk around with it all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, see, the issue is that, and you know, I, I didn't know that they, I really appreciate you telling me. They, see, they have the ability. That's what makes a racist. That's what makes racism. So we, they have the power. They had the power to define what type, what the name of that music. Yeah. And they called it, well, let's call it gangster rap. Yeah. So I didn't know, see that, that, see the power of the industry, yeah, the, the, the media, the, the media mm -hmm. and the people that run these companies, let's mm -hmm. call it gangster rap. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I didn't know that. So they, they defined that. Right. And therefore then, mm -hmm. instead of being called something else, now it's called, and it's been called gangster rap for, for years yes. now. Oh, yeah. The, they didn't call it gangster no, rap. No, watch the interview. He said, Arsenio Hall, he said, you know, gangster rap. And Easy and I'm like, it's not gangster rap. It's reality yeah. rap. We call mm. it reality rap. Yeah. And he said, he said, oh, sorry. And he corrected himself. They said it like in multiple interviews, but to the point where I think after Easy got murdered and then it became. No, he murdered. Murder. He, I mean, he died, yeah, died, died. Yeah, AIDS, AIDS. But I don't know why I said murder. But uh, once you had other Because that's the way most young black people die. Yeah, it's by murder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't you know, know what I said, but his situation, but no, they they spun with it. You had all these other rappers. You had Nicky D from uh, not Nicky D. What's the brother uh, from from Philly? He was original. L Schoolie D. Schoolie D. Mm -hmm. D. The Schooly one that original. went to jail for prison that that robbed the bank. They call him yeah. like they call him like the original the first gangster first rapper. gangster rapper. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, NWA who made it more. They said, "Yo, it's reality rap. We call it reality rap." You can watch the interview on YouTube. Yeah, I know exactly. What you're yeah, he like so. that's good. But uh, uh, let me finish this point about oh, the, no, the young people with the the guns. So. You, 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 you're 19 or 20, you get caught with a gun. Mm -hmm. All right, because it's three, 400 million, maybe more than that, maybe a half a billion wow. uh, guns in this country. That's mm -hmm. what we do. Mm -hmm. So everybody can have a gun, except for young blacks, by the way, without being, you know, uh, arrested. Yeah. They don't mind. They don't even. See, they stop white folks and they find guns, they send them on their way. Well, you know, I, was, I gotta have a weapon for the, you know, for the yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right, son. They get excuses. Yeah. Head on, good. Keep right. it, you know. Just, you know, we understand, mm -hmm. you know. But what they do to our young people, they put them in jail. Now, is does jail help or hurt? I've talked to many people in jail, and they say that doesn't help those yeah. kids. Matter of fact, it makes them worse. Yeah. PTSD. It teaches them yeah. no other disunity, not to trust anybody, mm -hmm. not to respect certain people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So so here's what they do. 
they supposed to be solving them. We're going to get guns off the streets. So they have right now in Philadelphia and here in Baltimore, they, they, they're riding around looking for guns. Yeah. Everybody's got a gun case. They've been... So they put these young people, they, they, they find them, they take their gun, they put them in jail. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the young person becomes another person. He gets out and he wants what? Is he a better person? Does he respect the system even more? I didn't do nothing to have a gun. Everybody else can have a gun. So what does he do? He comes out more bitter, more angry, you know, and they got a better situation for him to pick up the gun again. Right. Yeah. And then they, what they've done, they have systematically understand in this country, they always talk about ex felons with guns mm-hmm. well most black people even those at a age of 40 30 late 30s or 40 and left the game alone mm-hmm. they got kids now that that you know um that and they ain't they taking care of their family and doing what they supposed to do mm-hmm. right they all have a conviction for drugs just about mm-hmm. so when they written the, when they write these laws they say if you have a prior conviction for drugs mm-hmm. and you get stopped with a gun okay even though you weren't a violent person you still but you're convicted with a gun so we're going to make hammer you, yeah, literally because you're a convicted felon with a gun, yeah, because they know a good percentage of us are going, have that. Oh, yeah. a good percentage, yeah. half if not yeah. more, yeah. And the thing about it, they know that we got guns. I ask the young people every, I ask for what percentage of you? I asked a little sixteen year old kid across the street said, "What uh, what percentage you think of your your age group?" have access to a gun or have a gun. I mean, can just get a gun if they really want one. Mm-hmm. He's at 80%. Mm-hmm. Everybody know where a gun is at. Okay. Everybody got a gun. And they have. The weirdest thing about this old country, though, how you going, you, you're oppressing somebody, mm-hmm. but yet you're going to arm them. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, Tom, how, what do you it's think about is, that? Uh, that? That most, like in South Africa, during the apartheid, yeah. And still today in Africa, a gun is a rare thing. Yeah, Only people that have that is authorities. Mm-hmm. But in our country, they literally, and also in the, you know, I know, you know, the, the United States supplies all the cartels and all the gangsters in the world. Yeah, we know that. Uh, they, uh, they give them all the guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we export more guns than anybody else on the planet. Yeah. And, not only, and that's why we put so many. We're the biggest arms dealer. Yeah. And we put a whole lot, this, this country's a gun crazy but country. But, look, you know. I look at it like it's a corporation. Like, you know, and it is. It's like United States corporation. It's not. That's from me doing poli sci and traveling. Mm. When I had the chance to go to, to Africa and Japan, yeah. when I went to Japan, we studied international politics, mm-hmm. and it was people of all different cultures from Europe, Africa, and Dr. Hawkins. He said, you know, he, he broke down a list of the biggest arms dealers, and he said, U.S. is the biggest arms. I think after it was probably like uh, China and then other other countries. Israel. Yeah, Israel. Israel yeah, was big third. They, mm-hmm. they 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 crazy. So. He was saying, so we started to do research. You know, like Ronald Reagan was in order for them to in order for them to sponsor their uh the the Iran the Contra the Nicaragua Contra, they gave us crack. Yeah, dropped it right off. Right, right. And then I remember listening to the OGs. They gave the Freeway Ricky Ross. Yeah, Freeway Ricky Ross. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, what's the the guy who used to be with Easy and um um he he be on Vlad, but he talked he him and his brother talked about in the eighties they would find boatloads of guns. Um, on the train tracks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cherry Hill, uh, we next to the train tracks. Yeah, right. You can talk West to some Port of the older guys, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not even just the light rail, the actual train, train. the cargo mm-hmm. train. You can talk to some of the older guys. Like the, they will find they will find boxes of guns. Mm-hmm. These, these aren't regular people dropping these guns yeah. off. Yeah. What happens? Uh, 
We have a community. I don't understand why they do it. It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, I think that you give the people you oppress all these damn But it's the guys. mindset. It's like. It's the mind. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mindset. They right? know what we're going to do with it. Yeah, yeah. shoot each other. Mm -hmm. I, never, I never forget. You know Dev. Mm -hmm. So Dev, you know, Dev, like my little brother, Dev is family. So Dev went to college with me. Mm -hmm. And, I, and <laughs> at Dev, I stopped saying the N word in college mm -hmm. when I realized, like, okay, I'm really. I'm hurting myself. Okay. It took me a while, but it was the hardest thing, but it was the most important thing I did. You stopped using it anymore? When I did, you know, you know, you know already. You know already. I just said, I, I use it now, I use it today as an effect to express what you said. I got you. But uh, you, I told him this years ago. He, 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 okay. When, oh, when did I say it? When did I ever say it? What? I, I, I you rock. No, no, it's okay. You said it in words. I'll let right. you rock out. I'll let you rock out. But damn, right? So i never forget, like, in Carver, you can ask Wormy someone, we had horrible grades. And dad one time called home. He said, yo, Wormy, he said, yo, uh, because they call me Pooch in Baltimore. He mm -hmm. said, yo, did Pooch get good grades in, in high school? And Wormy like, F no, man, fuck no. <laughs> he said, Pooch was like us. He was, he was in the hall, dog. <laughs> he said, yo, he got all A's, yo. Mm. He got all A's and, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Mm. So, but the hardest thing I, I, the hardest thing I had to accept was I can do it. Okay. But I was coming from mm. these environments, uh -huh. Al program to survival. Yeah. And I didn't think I could do it. Uh -huh. But getting all those grades, going to Japan, going, I'm like, I'm a kid from Cherry Hill. Doing all this. Doing all this. Mm. I'm in law school. So even when he just said, you in law school, it just hit me. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know how to work the piece. No, nah, but <laughs> you know how to work it. You told me though, right? Who told me? He knows how to work it. You know, I had this law just thinking about. Um, oh yeah, yeah. This one guy, one law, you know, Tone said, "Well, uh, he, he, you know, I introduced him, and he's this other young lawyer, and he said, yeah, you doing? He ain't repenting." Mm. And then Tone made sure. Well, here I need to use the phone. Tone gave his phone, and it was in Japan, in Japanese. <laughs> and, uh, and then the guy, he thought he said, "Oh, he's like, Tone is this boy. You yeah, speak yeah, Japanese." Okay, okay. <laughs> nah, that was slick. That was slick. <laughs> but yo, I was being completely. I had my phone. You know, no lie, I was uh, being completely honest. I wanted the number. Cause I wanted to like just to big myself up yeah. like that. But I didn't realize that. I have a phone in Japanese. Okay. So it wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I just he was he, 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 he was playing me off. Like, he was like, okay. okay, whatever. Then he saw my phone, like, oh, sh Japanese. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's my car. Call me tomorrow. I'm like, you ain't do all that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you wanna... flew it? You flew it with Japanese? No, I'm, I'm enough not. to know, but no, I, I, he's I, not I, fluid. I'll tell you. What you no, I'm like... I, I can definitely hold a conversation. I can definitely, like, <laughs> I'm a hater, okay? <laughs> no, but I'm, technically, I am. If you, I what you was going to ask me? What's up? Um, all right. How I many? I have a question for you too. Uh, right, now, how many guns? Mm. Uh, we manufacture guns in this country every day. We're there, they're working overtime now. You know that every store sold out during the month of June. Okay. And no more. There were no guns. You couldn't okay. buy a gun. Every Damn. store sold. The month of June. Mm, the month of June of this year, they sold more guns in the month of June than they've ever sold in this country since they've been keeping a record. Damn. Why? They sold because of the riots and the uh, pandemic and everybody thinking, well, this country's getting ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this country's getting ready, you know, this country's getting ready to go down. So, uh -huh. my question to you. Excuse me. How many guns do you think we should make in this country? How many guns should people be allowed to have? I don't think they should make no more. You know. Well, but they may. They're, they're business. So yeah, how many? Yeah. So do you think they should? Oh, you you wait. Well, I mean, that's a heavy statement. You think that we should 
business, if we speaking business wise, that's different. I'm speaking off just just general life, Perry. But business wise, how many should one person have? I'm, I don't know. And I'm, when do we stop making guns? I ain't gonna never stop. So so that that's my see that's my point. Mm-hmm. If you're not gonna ever stop making guns, then you need to come up with something other than saying. We gonna get the guns off the streets okay. in my community. Yeah, because they gonna this, keep coming. They gonna keep coming. Yeah, it's like gotcha, trying gotcha. to empty Baltimore Harbor yeah. with a bucket. Yeah, you know, you're, gonna not, you're not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. So we have to instead of talking about concentrating. Now you had you had countries that have had guns before. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Vietnam had had a gun. Mm-hmm. Everybody because they 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 fought the United States. Every all the guerrillas and all, they had millions of guns over there because they was fighting America. Mm-hmm. They don't have that issue no more. It's government stopped. Right. So uh, that's what I'm saying. So as long as they're going to have the guns coming in. By they ain't going to never stop. Okay. So what do we have to do as a community to make our community safer? Because we wrapped up. Kids have to smoke marijuana. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons, <laughs> one of the reasons that uh, uh, they smoke marijuana because they uptight. Oppression makes yeah, you yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you need to relax sometimes. Yeah. So we're gonna have to come up with something, uh, an alternative to talking about locking up black boys because they got a gun. Okay. I mean, that's just stupid. Okay. They're going to have guns. Okay. We're not going to get rid of guns. You're making them every day. Yeah. You're making thousands, not a few. Yeah. They sold almost four million guns that's in crazy. the month of uh, June. So, Tony, I'm going to ask you. So, how do we as a community, as a black community, as young black men, and they shooting each other, and, you know, and I know one, one, one period of month, Tone lost three young people down here. Mm-hmm. His friends, his cousin, you know, all of them dead. And it's short span of what, two weeks? Yeah, like You know, something like that. I've, as an attorney, one year, I lost 10 clients. Shoo. Uh, gun violence. Yeah, the gun violence. So, uh, Tone, how do you, I, I, where's, where does it stop? How do we stop? You know that's a joke when they say we gonna we gonna stop gun violence. We gonna have more police. Yeah, I don't and pay we gonna that's a joke. I don't pay attention. To that. All right. So how do what do we do as a people? I think it's the mindset first, but I think you can utilize that for a reason. I think the mindset mm-hmm. one, more importantly, the mindset understanding who we are. Mm-hmm. Once I understood who I was, man, it made me more understanding of my circumstances, and then also give them actual gun training. You know, like put the gun literally. Cause I think about it. I think about it logically. We need protection, but not in a sense of what we are. Protection from who? Who you think we're talking about? <laughs> you need protection from me. No, nah, you need protection from what you just need. I think like this, every man, I, I had to think about this, right? Because I was completely, totally against guns. My little sister, you know, almost lost her life. Mm-hmm. But now, she, my little sister shoot guns. Not in a sense of like, but she, she almost literally almost lost her life. I told you the story. But the point I'm making is, give them an actual, teach them who they are first to be men. If you look at the nation of Islam, every man, every fruit of Islam guy has a gun. But you see a man. You're not walking around toting a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see a man respect. It's it may be in his household. Mm-hmm. It's a difference, it's a different level of security. If I'm if I'm walking around with a gun, I'm bringing the energy to me. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't have the proper training and I actually understand a circumstance, a level of security, okay, this person's not threatening me. I don't need a gun. Mm-hmm. 
Leave it in my household. Leave it in my car packed away. You know, it's a respect thing. But don't you get nervous? I mean, we all have that. And let, you that, don't you get nervous, young yeah. man, when when you walking down and hanging out on the streets and then uh nah. three, or four, three or four little young brothers walk up. I uh, become alert. You, yeah, you, oh, yeah. Exactly. I become alert. Oh, you got to become alert. Okay. My my response to that, I was gonna say that if we had more opportunities, that could make a difference. Cause okay. just like yes. what Pooch was saying, when you when he when he went to college and got away from it, you basically ain't come back for real. No, I ain't come back for real. Yeah, life. so once you get opportunities and you know you can do other things, but most of the people that's doing this, this is all they know. This yeah. is all they feel like they can do. No, that's why I asked what I asked you about people when getting law after college and after getting locked up and stuff because they don't think you can do nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But if you get the knowledge to the people and they understand, like, okay, well, I can do this, I can do that, versus... I see what I is 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 product of your environment. You see what you get, and you think that's all it is. I know if I go outside, I can get a pack, and I can make some money. Yeah. I know if I get to go outside, I can do this, or I can rob somebody, I can do that. But I don't know I can do these other things. So right. if I only know what I see, then that's all I'm going to do. So well, once the, once we get once we get to a point, if we ever get to a point, hopefully we do, where we can make these things a, a normality. Going to college and, and different opportunities in the hood, then maybe it'll it'll decrease. I think it'll definitely decrease. Yeah. But I, I mean, it probably will never will stop. Hopefully, God willing, it does. But I think the more opportunity we get yeah. or get shown that is other stuff we can do. Do you um, have a gun? No, I don't have no. As long as God, you, I don't want one either. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Have, I had one before. Well, I had one before, but I don't have one now, and I don't I, want I one. like that because it shows you have a strong self knowledge of who you are and the confidence you don't, mm -hmm. and you've been able to uh, know who your enemy is. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know it's not Raheem and Jaheem over there mm -hmm. on the corner. Yeah, not in written. I mean, they don't know. Yeah, they don't have an understanding. But I appreciate that. That yeah. that just most everybody wants a gun. Yeah. To protect themselves yeah. from us, but like Malcolm, but like I said, if you put a lot of guns in the in in, in, a, in a community that is hostile mm -hmm. and don't have a, a, a proper foundation, somebody gonna get the banging. Somebody yeah. gonna get somebody and all wrapped up. Yeah. Little boys, I, I'm glad they need to have me we free because they don't. <laughs> they all tight and they ready to. They gonna somebody. put something in the yeah. weed if it yeah. become yeah. free though. Yeah. You know yeah. they gonna know that. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, we yeah. got we got we got wrap up, but I had one more question before we wrap up. Um, you know, it always been a saying just just coming up, and you probably know just coming up street niggas and stuff. They always say like, go with the Jewish lawyer. <laughs> coming up, they say go with the Jewish lawyer. So how do you feel about? I guess from you start until now, and also just knowing when you know the real deal, because the street nigga always think the Jews gonna win for you, but. What's your what's your what's your thoughts on that? Cause have you heard that before? Oh, I've heard it. I'm yeah. you know I understand. It. So I what's your thoughts on I, that? I, I, yeah, I had to give one thought. I had to. Okay, that is ahead, funny. Uh, my my mother, who's a typical black raised out of Mississippi. Okay, white folks, you know, then you know, uh, come out of Mississippi. So uh -huh. that means just nothing but racism. Okay, and then she found that she was able to afford and buy things in the white from white folks in white communities have white doctors and uh -huh. these type of things, integration and so forth. I asked uh -huh. my mother one. She said, I don't, I said, I don't want nothing. I don't want nobody black doing nothing for me. 
And I said, well, um, yo. I said, uh, I had just graduated from law. I was just practicing law. And I said, well, moms, um, I'm a black lawyer. Mm-hmm. I said, you would want me to represent you, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And she said, um, Mm, I'd have to think about that. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Now, she, now she doesn't know how to help me, babe. All this money going to walk But I'm just saying that it is embedded in us. Yeah. Uh, particularly from old, from the our, our, our way of life and our thinking. Uh-huh. You see, you have to work on being black. Right. It's not easy. Betty Shabazz told me and other young people at the uh, Pan, uh, Congress of African People back in 1970. And then I find it to be true. Mm-hmm. She said, one of the things you young people, and I was seven, I was just about 18, mm-hmm. or something like that, 19, something like that. And she said, um, the hardest thing you young people going to find out in life, the most difficult thing to do is to love black people. Okay. And I, I, That's I real. always remember that. Mm-hmm. And uh, because for whatever reason, I have another quote. Mm-hmm. Remember this one. Okay. And Hart Diamond gave me this one. He said, you want to help black people? Put in a book. Get, no, she said, he said, get ready to get hurt by black people. Okay. Said, okay. That's true. Okay. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, <laughs> trust me. Okay. But in terms of that, that whole concept of, 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 it doesn't really make, to me, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, I don't. Nowadays, now I brought my mama because she really had that old-fashioned thinking. Yeah. But today, if you good, you're going to get your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to put in the time and the work. A lot mm-hmm. of times, we're lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are lazy ain't going to, you know, a lot of times, well, you will overcome that like Shaka has overcome that. Mm-hmm. He charged what white folks charge. Yeah, monster. And, and he's good. You okay. know what I mean? And you... um so you can overcome it. You mm-hmm. just got as anything else in it. You got to work harder, run faster, mm-hmm. you know, jump higher, and that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We just have to work longer hours mm-hmm. and work harder on our cases, mm-hmm. and they'll come. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't do that heavy stuff no more. But I have. I don't have a problem with um, cases. I think you have to market yourself. Okay. You know, in terms of if you're gonna go downtown, see, I never wanted to be downtown and try to be white. Right, you know, I'm a black lawyer. I'm in the black neighborhood. Right, and I, <laughs> so the, the, the basically they they think like that. They just think a white person just a better look for you. Yeah, you know? like everything else, you know. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you know how it is. Yeah, like when you go in the bank. Yeah, and you yeah. see a, 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 a some bank tailors. You yeah. say nah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you pull okay. up on something. Yeah. Oh boy, then you go. You got a problem with something, yeah. and you go in. You got to go see a black yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I true, got true. a, I so got a problem. Our, but in all reality, this it, it don't matter. It's, I don't it's think. I don't, I don't think so. So much today. Okay, it depends on your work ethic. Okay, you know, and uh, uh, they losing that. Okay, and you young people helping with these shows like this, uh-huh. educating. Okay. Black people. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my, that's my uh, cool. I'm glad you said that. That, that, that that's what's important. Yeah, you gotta yeah. stay on the stay on the mic. Yeah. Keep pushing it. As I and, will. And, and, and things will get better. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate La- you. Last question, and then we gotta wrap up for real. Biggest or most important case you have you had in your career? Mm. 
Uh, I'm trying to remember. Is it the uh, robbery with the barbecue sandwich? Oh, oh shit. no! <laughs> <laughs> I know about this. Robbery. Nah. The, <laughs> the most unusual case is the robbery with the barbecue sandwich. How that go? Yeah. Oh well, this uh, uh, man said he got robbed by this female, mm -hmm. and the, the choice of weapon was a uh, barbecue rib. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a real case. This is a real case. Yeah, you should have done Or it might have been the one. I don't know. There's no different one with the chicken and the one I. Yeah, what? Uh, well, well, I'll finish up with the one with the uh, bar. I did the preliminary hearing. Uh -huh. And uh, I asked the man. He said, well, she hit t hit me with the. With the with the rib sandwich, and, you know this is black. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she hit me with the he hit she hit me with the rib sandwich and it kind of dazed me. And then she grabbed my chain, and I I asked her. I said, "This is important to me, sir. Was that hot or mild sauce?" <laughs> so, and I, and uh, I had another case where um, uh, there was a there was a uh, skillet of fried chicken was used as a weapon. Uh, and I said, hold it, judge. <laughs> Something like we got. So the man allegedly hit him with a hit. He was cooking the chicken. The boy came in and he said, I, he, he hit me with the chicken, with the, with the pan of chicken, <laughs> with, the, with the skillet. And I said, um, I said, judge, we have an issue here that nobody's mm -hmm. discussed. He just said, what? I said, I want to know what happened to that fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the cool <laughs> life. Hell, the, 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 the dead shit. <laughs> no, no, on the serious note, and uh, I, I don't, I really want to be one of these days that I have to talk to him okay. about it. One of the, a uh, case that um, I, I, I watch. Uh, and I didn't um, become an attorney, uh, an official attorney in it, but I knew all about it, was the meat meal case. Okay. That, is, if if people really understood that case, uh -huh. meat was certainly victimized. Okay. I was in the courtroom with him uh -huh. when the judge sat him up, and we walked out of that courtroom. I was just in there for another case, but uh -huh. I saw, I said, I know that kid from somewhere. Hey, this is where he got big. This is in 2012. Oh, this is the one when the police beat him up? No, this no, is the, the one. This is the one he got. He this is the one where he went to jail. Okay, the recent one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, uh, but you knew him before he got Well, big. no, I, I met him in court. Okay. I knew of him in the hood. Okay. You know, because we even from North Philly, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, he was making a little noise, but yeah. nothing like. His album just came out, uh -huh. Dreams and Nightmares or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, Just came out, and he's in the courtroom. <laughs> Mm. And I'm like, uh, I know, he, yeah, oh, hey, what's up? And I just sit down and listen. Mm. And uh, he left out there and I said, uh, um, I, was, I don't know which one of us I said, you know, they setting you up. He said, I know it. And one of us said, yeah, they setting my black ass up. I think he said, yeah, they setting my black ass up and put me in jail. Mm -hmm. And I said, they certainly are, young man. Mm -hmm. And that's how. And then, um, that, then what happened, of course, later down the way, 
They locked him up. They locked him up again. They mm. locked him. They kept harassing him. Mm. But they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. That's why we're going to talk about the criminal justice system one of these days. I want to come okay. back in. Please do. You know, Please I appreciate do. Please you. Do. Thank you. Thank you. You closed Thank that out you, real good. You like a professional with that one. You closed that out. Yeah, now we can wrap up. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it closes. Now that I got confirmation, y'all hear this, viewers and listeners. Mr. Burst said he definitely going to run it back. So he definitely going to do a part two. And I got a part three. And hopefully a four. This I see this with all my episodes that I want to do several. But with this one, like you said, it's important to get this knowledge out there. So I think we should do as many lawyers. Even like I'm a my plan is to always mix them up, different people every time. Mm -hmm. But as many as possible, just to spread this knowledge. So criminal justice reform is a thing. Yeah, everybody's yeah. talking about. Yeah, big shit right it's now. Really, really big, and yeah. it is. Yeah, the, the Reverend um, Joseph Laurie said the last best, uh, the last. True uh, bastation of racism is in the criminal justice system in this country. Yeah, oh, okay. agree with that. Mm, that's what he 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 died at almost a hundred, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Something like that. So, okay. All right, my brother. Thank wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. We got uh, close. So, so it closed. We always just go around, say your name and how you can get in contact. You can just drop your. You said your IG and shit, but just you yeah. can just put out there again. I guess. If anybody looking to get some mentorship, you want to put an email out there or what, or just, you know? They, uh, you know, the phone ring, he, he told me earlier, my nephew <laughs> said, that phone rings more than anything. What I'm going to do is you know that. My, uh, it really does. Uh, is an email address. Okay. You know, you want me to do it now? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. You can reach me at um, Berto Elmore. At MSN and don't laugh, MSN.com. I know it's old fashioned, but it's uh, B E R T O E L M O R E. That's like one word. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Y'all, you good. People. We'll make it. I'll put it okay. together. I'll put Berto Elmore at that thing, that hat sign at MSN.com. And, and your name is. Bert Elmore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know my name. I just said <laughs> No, just so if, oh, if somebody do reach out and know who to address it oh, to, okay. but we got to know. But it's Berto Elmore, but it's Bert Elmore. That's my name. Call, uh, you can uh, reach email out. me. Or I even have a website. Okay. Uh... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get it. We didn't get it. Located in North Philly. Go ahead, Pooch. All right, so yeah, you got a joke. So uh, <laughs> y'all can find me at um, you can find me at Barking Thoughts um, on IG or Chill Karen Chill Karen C H I L um, L Karen the regular way of spelling uh, on IG or um, please support the brand by going to chillkaren.com. Um, we have everything going there as far as blogs, catalog, material, and the About Us page. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I'm not, I know my email, but I ain't <laughs> No, and I want to say this before we leave. Go ahead. I'm really proud of this young man. Okay. I really am. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me He's too. We need really more. Well. We need more. We need I'm as much representation as possible. <laughs> Let me, give, let me give a shout out to Cherry Hill, you know. Oh, yeah, Cherry. shout out to Southside. We, we talk about Southside. Now, let's just tell you, we talk about Southside a lot on here. Because, like, you know, as you know, my, my whole father's side from yeah, there. I, I not, had rappers on from my everybody from yeah. Cherry Hill. Shout out to the Southside. This is the craziest story, but your father and my uncle, not just Uncle Glenn, my uh -huh. other uncle are best friends. What's his name? Keith. Keep okay. a while ago. Okay. They grew okay. up with each other. Okay. Shout out to, shout out yeah. to that. Hell, big, wow. big shit. I love it. I love it. Donovan, you want to say something? 
No, I'm Shout out to Houston, Texas. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm glad you joined us. Oh, I'm going to ask you for a favor. Spread it out with everybody you know I will. out there. I was going to tell you, you look familiar, man. I'm on Instagram a lot. Probably seen me. Hopefully you yeah. seen that We Need Answers page. Or you seen me? <laughs> yeah. Titty boy on Instagram. But closing out, till next time, We Need Answers podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yo, thank you, bro. Looking out the window. She already know my niggas. They gon' come and see you. They like bamboo, miserable. You gonna see you. A young boy, I'm a gangbanger. Fangers, black hooded crew. Fuck you niggas. Middle finger. Nigga. And if you gon' Drops, you know that Gucci bitch.